Hi, my name is Bethany Brett and I'm from Greyloft Studio and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how I got started in photography so that you could learn a little bit more about me and how I got to where I am today. Path to Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Brett, self-made, six-figure business owner, photographer, mother of three who's not afraid of hard work. True connection is a superpower that we can all achieve and sharing your story the way you want to is extremely powerful. I want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same. Knowing how we got started is so important for growth, especially when we are working so hard within our business. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. Empowering ourselves and others will give you the permission you are seeking that you never needed in the first place to get all you strive for and more. This is your path to business. Episode number one, accidentally on purpose, a photography business. Photography is not something that I ever thought growing up that I would ever do. It's something that I've always been passionate about, but didn't quite realize that it was something that I ever wanted to do as a full-time career. When I was younger, I really wanted to be a lawyer. It was something that I would tell my parents, my teachers, everyone that I'm going to be a lawyer one day. Um, but what I didn't realize is that while this was happening, the whole time I was always grabbing a disposable camera and taking photos at school of all my friends. And even when I was in university, I would go and bring a camera with me to the bar just to take photos of all my friends while we were out. I didn't know, but photography was such a big passion of mine that it would someday turn into a business. But I just knew that I loved taking photos and documenting all the memories so that I could look back on them when I got older. When I was pregnant with my son, my cousin was also pregnant at the same time and had these gorgeous photos done at an amazing photography studio here in Ottawa. I knew that it was something that was really important to me to have photos just like these, so I went and hired somebody else because I couldn't quite afford what she had paid for those photos. Once I went and had the photos done, they looked amazing. They were everything that I could have imagined them being. It was such an amazing time in my life to be able to capture it and look at it in a way that I knew that I would always look back on and be super proud of what I had achieved and what I was doing and just sort of my journey through motherhood. The photos turned out to be everything that I had hoped they would be, minus the fact that when I went to print them, I couldn't print them bigger than a four by six without them looking very pixelated. And this was something that truly deep down inspired me to make sure that whenever I did take photos that they would be in such good quality that I would be able to print them as big as I wanted going forward. They say that there's things you can never plan for in pregnancy, and one of the things that I hadn't quite planned for was actually losing my job. When I was eight months pregnant, I was let go from a contract that I was on, and it was probably the most terrifying thing that had happened to me up until that point in my life. Realizing that I was going to go on to maternity leave without an income or a job to go back to was something that really put us in a position where we weren't quite sure where we were gonna come out of on the other side. Even though we weren't quite sure where we were gonna be, I knew that being able to document it no matter what was very important to me and to my family going forward. So I begged and begged and begged 
for Luke to buy me a nice camera as a push present for the delivery of our baby boy. While I was in labor with our son, my husband promised that he would give me as many cameras as I wanted. Little did he know that would end up being a lot of cameras. As soon as I got the camera, I started taking photos all the time and I was talking about it all the time. Even so, I started talking about it at a mom's group where I approached this mom saying, hey, I just got this really nice camera. Maybe I should do something for all these moms and take some photos of all their babies. Next thing I know, I've arranged for these moms to come for an Easter photo shoot and 12 plus moms, I don't even remember how many, showed up with Easter props, Easter outfits, and we set up this makeshift studio in my son's nursery. I'll never forget it because it was not only the most exhilarating time, but the most stressful time because all while this was happening in between clients, I was breastfeeding my son and trying to manage all these moms who were coming and going, trying to get photos of their kids. From that point on, it was addicted. I couldn't stop taking photos. I just wanted to take photos of anyone and I literally just practiced as much as I could. I would take photos of dogs, I'd take photos of headshots, I would take photos of weddings if they asked me to. In that first year, I can't even recall how many sessions I did, but I did a lot. All while this was happening, I also knew in the back of my head that I had to find another job. Between pressure from family, my husband, friends, figuring out whether I was going to go back to work, what job I was going to get. I knew that I could get a job, but I knew it wouldn't be something that I would love. It would just simply be something that would pay our mortgage. I was quite lucky. I was able to find a contract in a position that was quite sought after and able to return to work as if nothing had happened. But what I realized is that Photography started taking over more than I had realized. I would spend weekends, evenings. The second my son went down for a nap or for bedtime, I was editing, I was learning. I was doing everything in my power to book more clients. And I ended up getting to a point where I was having to take vacation from my job in order to do photography. There's a simpler way to run a business and you know it. You might have a system that you're telling yourself is working, but what would it look like if you could have everything in one place? I'm talking invoices, contracts, automatic messages, questionnaires, online booking timelines, and more. HoneyBook is a relationship management software, a fancy term for organizing your clients, workflows, and calendar. Basically, it's there to streamline your business and remove the need for sticky notes and in creating Excel formulas. Talk about a time saver. Being able to create workflows with time communication allowed me to not have to reinvent the wheel with every single client or set a million reminders in my phone. HoneyBook integrates with all kinds of other things as well, like QuickBooks, Calendly, Google Calendar, Gmail, Zapier, and more. What's a bonus is HoneyBook is offering 50% off for a whole year if you sign up. So make sure you head over to our website at www.grayloftstudio.ca slash honeybook and save 50% for a whole year. Trust me, you're going to love it. Flash forward almost two years of this and I was taking even more vacation just to fulfill all my photography orders. It wasn't until someone kind of 
put the fear of God in me that what would happen if I was still trying to work my full-time job and trying to side hustle photography? What would that look like? Would that mean that I would have less time with my family? Would it mean that I had less time doing what I love? Would it mean photography wouldn't be quite a passion anymore? It would be something that I felt like I needed to do. Being the type of person that I am, I'm quite impulsive. And when somebody almost challenges me to think differently, I kind of put my mind to something and then it just happens. So if I want something to happen, I just make it happen and I just kind of figure it out as, as I go. Once I realized that this was something that I really wanted to do full time, there was no stopping me. As soon as I quit my job, I started doing everything and anything again that would pay me money, mostly out of fear that I would have to go back to a job that I hated, a job that I would sneak off on lunch breaks and edit photos on my laptop, a job where I would answer emails in the bathroom at work, a job that literally left me so uninspired that I would cringe getting up in the morning. It's probably one of the scariest things I've ever done up until this point, that point in my life, but it was the most rewarding. It was the most freeing, most liberating thing that I think a person can do is to truly follow their passion. After all that hustle, it got me to where I am today. I'm so excited to share these highlights with you because they got me to where I am today. A lot of hustle, a lot of hard work, and a lot of dedication to doing what I love. One of the highlights of my career was in the first summer that I started shooting. I found an ad on Kijiji for someone who was looking for a second shooter for weddings. And I remember meeting him at a coffee shop and being scared out of my mind. Scared that he would find out that I was a complete failure and didn't know what I was doing and had never shot a wedding before. Scared that he would not want to hire me back for any other weddings for the rest of the season. So one of the things that I went out and did is I bought a really expensive camera and a really expensive lens and a course. And I spent that entire week before that first wedding stressing so much, trying to figure out if he would ever find out that I didn't know what I was doing. I was really lucky that I spent all that time learning all that stuff because at that wedding, I was able to capture some of the most amazing photos that I still have hanging up on my wall today. And of course, he loved the photos. When Luke and I decided that we wanted to grow our family, it was something that we didn't quite realize at the time, but it would be a perfect opportunity for him to get more involved in the business. Being more involved meant that he could be home more to help me with the kids and as well get just sort of a real taste for what really goes into the business. While I was growing the business for the first two to three years by myself, he was always the one that was kind of doing stuff in the back end, you know, helping me with emails, helping me take care of the kids and just sort of managing the schedule. Once we found out that we were going to have twins, a lot of things changed. Luke really had to step it up, mostly out of necessity. I wasn't able to shoot or do as many things that I had hoped I would do as long as I was planning on doing it. The idea was that I would hopefully have a baby in December or January 
and that would mean that I would have lots of time to get all of our weddings and families captured up until the end of October. When our twins came two months early, this threw an even bigger wrench into our plan. It meant that we were spending more time in the NICU, we were spending more time focusing on the babies and their overall health and our family during our busiest season that we had had to date. Luke literally had to pick up all the pieces because I wasn't able to do what I had originally planned to do in that year. Being that we're a family business, it was kind of nice though because I was able to let him do things that I probably wouldn't have ever let him do before. Trust me, it was very hard. If you are considering quitting your job to go full-time into photography or entrepreneurship, one of my biggest, biggest takeaways is don't be afraid of failure. I think that we get often caught up in all everything has to be perfect, but one thing that I know that I am not is perfect. I've made so many mistakes, it's hard to even keep track of them anymore. But one thing that I do try my hardest to do is to learn from them. So any mistake that I make, I always take that opportunity to go back and figure out what really happened here. What did I miss? Is there something that I could have done better? Where can I improve something that maybe I didn't do quite right? I always try and put myself in the customer's shoes. I always try and put myself in perhaps what they would have thought was a better outcome to the situation. Another tip that I would give is that you should find your true support system. Now I find that this is best to find people who are in a similar industry as you and who want the same things as you. Finding people who really have the same kind of effort and willingness to learn that you do is really gonna make your business thrive. Hold on to them, cherish them. They're the people that you can go to when you need support. If you're just starting out, one of the biggest things that I recommend is getting the systems down right. Two of the tools that I live and swear by are HoneyBook and Calendly. If you don't know what these are, I put a link below in my profile for you to check out. I promise you having these two systems will make you stand out from the crowd. You'll be so much more organized, you'll be saving so much time, and honestly, it's worth every penny when it comes to our business. These past five years have flown by. To think just five years ago we started this business and really did not know where it was gonna be, to thinking about the future, it's pretty incredible. We have some big plans. Some of those include teaching more, growing our team and hosting more workshops, doing some online training as well. If you want to learn more stories about entrepreneurs and how they got started, subscribe to our channel. You're not going to want to miss it. <laughs> You're going to not. You're going to not. <laughs> you should totally do that. You're going to not want to miss it. <laughs> okay. Good? Yeah. Okay. Hit the... Bye! I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished my very first episode on my new podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started, and hopefully one day we can share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page 
where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.